0: Welcome to the Healthcare Marketing Podcast, the only podcast dedicated to providing effective marketing strategies for dentists, independent physicians, and multi-location medical practices. Far too many doctors struggle to establish their brand online and consistently increase their new patient appointments. Join Lamar Hull of MedRank Interactive as he interviews marketers, Doctors and healthcare professionals who share proven healthcare marketing secrets. Hey everyone, um, welcome to the Healthcare Digital Marketing Podcast. I'm Lamar with Midrank Interactive. I'm excited about this guest. This is Fred. Um, he's known for being a best selling author, a speaker, advisor, an entrepreneur. Um, He's wrote an amazing book, which you can see in in the background there, called Super Bold. I'm excited to talk about this uh, amazing book that he's produced. Um, And then also, he is one of the founders of 1-800-DENTIST. I think over 30 years, that website produced um, a billion dollars of revenue, which is amazing. So he's got a lot of uh, great experience and knowledge and expertise in this space, as relates to, to dental, but also just being a, an amazing entrepreneur. So before we uh, get into the meat of this conversation, Fred, please just introduce yourself, let the audience know who you are and give a little bit of background um, on yourself.
1: Sure, uh, great to be here Lamar. I'm, I am uh, 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 an author uh, of uh, a few books on, on the dental industry, marketing in the dental industry that I've written over the years. Uh, and my latest book is called Super Bold uh, uh, and it's how to cultivate the superpower of boldness in a systematic way that anyone can learn. Uh, and my background is in the advertising world. I, my first real job was as an advertising copywriter uh, and that wow. spun out into starting 1-800-DENTISTS because I felt like I was young and dumb enough to think I could create a business uh, and I had a partner who was, who was equally dumb. And, uh, and so we both uh, dove in and uh, I, I knew a lot of the advertising side. He was a really good salesperson and, and uh, neither of us knew anything about dentistry. Uh, but uh, we had that phone number, you know, and you have when you have something that if you understand advertising, if you have something as powerful as that. That, it, that your name is your contact information. Now that this was before domain names existed, whereas now your domain oh, yeah. can be your brand. we right. we were in that rarefied atmosphere of of we did what our name said we did. Uh, we found mm-hmm. you a dentist and uh, it allowed us to to write radio spots without having to say our phone number over and over again and without having a 90 second half life because people would call us three months later when they actually needed a dentist so and then we moved to television that that's when the business really blew up and became gradually a nationwide business and then went on for about 30 years google finally disintermediated us (laughs) as as you would imagine (laughs) uh that phone numbers have become irrelevant my my once precious brand is uh virtually worthless now i sold the business about five years ago while it was in decline so i i had a great career and great earning from it but i didn't get a, a really good payday at the end like i was hoping i would um but you know i, I rode the horse um until it was dead you know so i got uh I got a, a lot out of it and it was a great experience. Uh, you know, I, I learned a tremendous amount and I, I coach business people now based on everything I learned, based on everything I did wrong. I, I say I, I try to help people hit different potholes than I hit or don't hit them at the same speed I hit them at least. Um, and right. It could be anything yeah. from bringing in partners or investment money to how you market your brand or how you build a team or create a culture. I talk about all of those things. So, um, and now talking about boldness, uh, I've become very passionate about teaching people that. Uh, So that's where I am now.
0: No, that's awesome. Thanks for sharing that. And I don't think that was a dumb decision at all because uh, (laughs) having that type of domain and overall just uh, visibility in that space. I mean I think that man that's huge. Um, and you know I, I, I actually bought this book today so I'm excited about reading it. Um, it's gonna be delivered uh, from Amazon here in a couple of days. but when you when, when, I, when I think about like boldness, right? Uh, so you were shy like at some point in your life, like how did you get to that point where you understood the differences between like confidence and boldness?
1: Uh, well, I, I was a very shy, underconfident person in, in my teen years and in my young adult years and grad, And I would see bold people and I would just go, why the hell are they like this? I mean, nothing, they don't, <laughs> nothing stops them, you know, and they, they don't process rejection like it's a problem. Whereas I'd be like retreating back in my shell or just fearing rejection so much that I'm hesitating or missing opportunities left and right. And it just became very frustrating to me, and I said, I, and I looked at times when I was bold a few times, and amazing things flowed from it, but I couldn't figure out how to replicate it. I couldn't, so I eventually figured out, I have to act. I have to, even though I don't feel comfortable, and I don't, you know, I don't feel confident in this situation... I'm confident in who I am, that I'm a decent human being that some people actually find interesting. So I just started moving into my discomfort zone more and more and, and expanding it because I, I just good things were happening all the time. And I just thought, oh, this is what bold people already knew that it's taken me years and years to figure out. Uh, wow. And I just wanted to figure out how I learned it so somebody could learn it a lot faster um because you can learn it you that's that's the important thing is if i can learn it if i can take myself from where i was to basically someone who can meet anybody i want in any situation and act like i belong wherever i am and and never miss out on opportunities and fun and be on stage with five thousand people in the audience and just having fun and being energized and and not panicking at all uh yeah. Anybody can transform themselves.
0: So, so you. So based on that experience, you know, being being shy, going to, you know, very confident and creating that boldness in yourself. So you, you do feel like boldness can be taught. Uh, it
1: definitely can be because I've, I've helped people do it. I've, I've helped them make that transition. And some of it it just requires you shifting your mindset. Um, and then and then a lot of it is stop listening to yourself because you're telling you we we're amazingly good at telling ourselves misinformation oh, yeah. useless uh, or impairing information over and over again that came from everywhere you know in, in growing up and in, and you know in high school is a really tough time for a lot of people sometimes college or, or postgraduate is I, I you know the, the example is I talked to dentists who are, who are more engineer artist personalities they're not naturally yeah. outgoing and they'll say in four years of dental school they get beaten up by the professors so much that they get like zero self-esteem by the time they leave school uh oh, and i think wow that's not helpful because you kind of need self-esteem to be a doctor of some kind and to <laughs> get patients to accept treatment because if you don't radiate any confidence they're going to go this this doctor is not sure he can do this. (laughs) So uh, when I I created this very systematic way to do it, and then I created all of these exercises. Now, the, the important thing to remember is I developed it based on how improv comedy is taught because I studied improv comedy for several years. And people oh, wow. say, "Well, how the heck can you walk on stage and create a scene with no just from an audience suggestion?" And you, and I said, oh. "You don't start there. You don't start by walking on stage, seeing how it goes. It's a very gradual process. It starts improv comedy. They start training you non-verbally, and then gradually it builds and builds and builds, and you learn the techniques of it. But what really happens right. is you learn to trust your brain." and you learn how to get in a relaxed state and just go with the flow and not worry about right. the outcome so much. You worry about the moment and that's a powerful wow. shift. And that's, and that's oh, what the wow. exercises are designed to do.
0: Wow. So you speak of exercises and that's, that's amazing. Like I, I love that shift and just the mindset. It, it, can you give an example of an exercise uh, that you know, someone can, can do to help them you know, create that boldness in themselves? Well,
1: the first thing people say, well, what should I start doing? I mean, even if I don't want to read your book, which a lot of people say, <laughs> you know, they <laughs> don't want to read anything, uh, right. anything longer. It's it, Can you tweet me what to do? Uh, and, <laughs> <laughs> and so the first thing I do is uh, I'll tell them, look, talk to a stranger every day, at least one stranger just wow. and, and say hello if you if that's too much say hi if just cut it down to one syllable if 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 it's that's too much just smile at five people a day and just realize that it doesn't matter if they don't smile back you don't die nothing you know you don't know (laughs) what this could be the worst day of their life right or or they don't smile at anybody so you don't have to take it on but normal what happens is an amazing number of people smile back and when you go oh this is this isn't as terrible as i imagined it would be and it and it's this positive feedback loop starts so talk to a stranger now if you're ready to go fully verbal just come up with a compliment just you're you're in the starbucks line the person in front of you's got some really interesting glasses on you just say excuse me, I just want to let you know, that those glasses are really working for you. They're really unique and they look great on you. Right. And that's it. You have no intention of turning it into, you know, selling their house for them or or, or getting them to, right. to, to buy your, your SaaS product or getting their phone <laughs> number so you can go to dinner. You're just, you're doing a drive by compliment. And- yeah. And it's um if you do that every day, or if you just initiate a conversation every day, you suddenly realize you're getting better at something. Oh, yeah. And that, and oh, you yeah. say, like, how do I want it? I want to keep getting better. And there are ways to just keep elevating it and elevating.
0: Right. No, that's awesome. it's almost it's just it's it helps us to become human as well, right? Because yeah. people go out. And they just want to stay in their own bubble, own, sh- own shell. And I think COVID, you know, <laughs> helped a lot of people. It's like, oh my <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. I get
1: to I get to live in my cave forever. Uh, oh yeah. You know, and, and yeah, and and we and I, and I think a lot of people confuse social media with social skills and they don't yeah. give you any. <laughs> right. it's the opposite all right. Right? You're, right you're you're busy trying to present a life that's much more interesting and glamorous than your actual life is uh and so is oh, everybody yeah. else so you think wow my life sucks uh it's like 23 hours of boring and an hour of moderately interesting um right. and okay. so is everybody else you know oh, yeah. but 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 we we see them as their you know uh meeting you know a rapper or something like that and get i feel like they took a selfie with them and and it's actually five years ago but they're showing it now because they they dug it up on their phone so they're feeling competitive um right but that's that's not you know i message and stuff like that is that's not you know interacting responding to a tweet that's you know that's not a social skill you're and I tell this to entrepreneurs all the time. It's like your success will hinge upon your ability to meet and connect with anybody you want. I
0: mean, and it's a it's life
1: skill. Yep.
0: Yep. Yep. And, and so it, to, to that point, life skills, relationships, just, I guess, in your book, you also mentioned about pride. Like, what, what is the pride method? Like, kind of, kind of talk through that.
1: Yeah, so that is the systematic way that you do the exercises, but you can also take it with you in life. And, and it's an acronym, but the word also means something because I just say to people, why wouldn't you wanna live a life that you're proud of? Uh, right. That's, it's not, it's not egotistical to say, oh, I, I'm doing the pride method. No, it's like, I, I wanna feel good. I wanna look back on a life that I'm proud of what I've achieved and who right. I've connected with, and who I've loved, and who I've given love to, right. and and that I left it all on the table, uh, or right. on the mat, you know, it's like I or on the on the court, however you want, whatever an analogy you want. I don't right. want. I don't want my tombstone to say he played it as safe as possible. Uh, You know, uh, I want to be broke and broken and did it all, tried it all and failed it a bunch, but, but, you know, no regrets. And, and that's, that's because we don't know how much time we have on the court. You know, we're all in the game of life, but we don't know how long the coach is going to let us play. Oh, and yeah. so oh, yeah. uh, the, the pride method is is your way of, of saying, I'm in a situation, what do I do? Because that's what people say. It's like, well, I, how do I build my confidence and, and turn it into boldness? Because boldness is confidence in action. Confidence yeah. is how you feel about yourself. Boldness is what you do with that yep. confidence. Because you can say, I feel I'm confident all the time. It's like, yeah, well, who have you met lately? Well, nobody. But I <laughs> But I feel really confident. You know, I could need anybody. I well, then you probably should start needing somebody. Right. So let I'll, let I'll break down the the the, the acronym. So it's okay. the P stands for preparation, R is relaxing, I is insights, D is dosage, and E is everyday action. And that's mm-hmm. those are the steps that you apply, and they all sort of work. It almost work as a matrix rather than a sequential thing. Gotcha. Um, but preparation is like I said, and you're gonna you're gonna compliment somebody you meet in line at Starbucks. That's your preparation. Right. You're gonna say it in your head, and right. and uh, and wherever you are, you're looking for a promotion. You're looking to raise money for your business, whatever it is. You're you're gonna walk over and talk to this athlete that you've always wanted to meet, or this successful businesswoman, or or this uh, you know interesting actor that you you love the work he or she does. You're right. going to figure out what you're going to say ahead of time. And, it, and this is people with a tremendous burden on themselves. Like, so well, how do I be? I want to be interesting. I, want, I need to be clever. I need to be witty. Uh, I need to be appealing. It's like, no, no, you just have to be, mean, nice, you know? be nice. You just have to be, be interested though. in them and think of something simple to say. You know, I've walked up to more actors and I, I know their name. I never walk up to an actor whose name I don't remember. Because people right. do that. They go, you're that guy in the whatever. It's like, get out of my face. That's what they're yeah. thinking, right? You, you don't even know even my name, my name but you want a selfie with me, right? Okay. Um, I, I'll go up and say, you know, I really enjoy the work that you're doing on this show. I just wanted okay. to let you know that. I didn't want to bother you. Um, and 100% of the time, they are appreciative. One, that I'm not a, a drooling psychotic. Right. but Two, that I'm, I'm these people work hard to do this oh, yeah. you know and it's it's there's more rejection in that career than in anything and so to know right. that there are fans out there that that really appreciate their work that's a wonderful thing and and so i've i've been in you know i did that with tom hanks i got into a 15-minute conversation with him um, oh, wow, awesome. and, and so because i was interested in what i he was very excited about this project that he had, was working on this hbo project and we just started talking about it and i've had that happen over and over again and what happens is you develop this skill to just behave like a normal person who's just trying to connect with somebody else you don't have right. an agenda when you lose right. that because yeah. we we you you sense this wouldn't you lamar when somebody's got an agenda you know in like five seconds that they're oh, trying man. to figure mm-hmm. out uh, what can this guy invest in my business or can he give me free advice or can we no. date or whatever the heck that is right <laughs> that and you it's like you can it's it's just one degree below desperation because we all sense
0: desperation oh. right you know you, you run from those people like you, you yeah. literally like yeah cause, cause all they do is talk about themselves they don't talk yeah. about else, yeah. what, what they can get out of it
1: yeah the the most and so part of your preparation is to know that you're actually going to be asking more questions than you're going to be doing talking. You're going to find out what stuff about them. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. I I saw who did I see the guy that that uh, this is, is going back. His name is totally escaping me because he's he's in the series Barry now, but he's the the old actor who was in. Happy days a million years ago, um, okay. but I. Let, nevertheless, I see him. At the, I saw him at the DMV of all places, right, getting his driver's <laughs> license, and I just looked over oh. at him and I just said, um, "I really love the work that you're doing on Barry." And I said, "How how how is that? Must be a lot of fun." And he just goes, "It's a dream." He says, "I, I have oh. been waiting years for something this enjoyable to do." It was so sincere, wow. he just poured out how it felt to be in this part and to be acknowledged for his work in that. Um, and so that awesome. that's, that's your preparation is just saying that. The next step is relaxing. Don't, don't put so much pressure on yourself to be interesting and just breathe. Okay. People say like, oh, oh, I, I'm, I'm all tense. It's like, so relax, shake your arms, right, shake relax. your body, loosen up. I do this before I go on stage all the time. I just shake up all the excess energy and yeah. then I breathe a few times. Breathing will relax you. And once you start to take control of your state, you realize you are in control and you don't. Mm-hmm. the anxiety is not taking over. You, you found a way to dial it down. You say, oh, okay, I can dial it down. So you wanna take it yep. and turn anxiety into energy. That's that's the right. life skill that develops as you develop your boldness. Insights, wow. the I in pride is some key insights. I talk about five of them in the book, but two of them are the number one is people are not thinking about you anywhere near as much as you think they are. They're okay. thinking about themselves, right? Yep. That's who they're thinking All about, they <laughs> yeah. Just like we are, right? And you have this thing, you'll probably have something you said somewhere or did somewhere 10 years ago. And every time you think about it, you go like, oh man, why did I say that? not an idiot. And and I didn't do this last week. (laughs) (laughs) And you just cringe. And and then you'll if you have a chance to talk to the person that was there, you'll say, remember that time where I said they they said, I don't, I don't remember that at all. Are you sure it was me? It's like they don't. It's like it was over for them, right? But you've right. decided to carry it the rest of your life as something humiliating. Um, right. So, what bold people know, which is a really beautiful thing, is that there's a small group of people whose opinions really matter to them, and then everybody yeah. else slips to somewhere around zero, um, right? Because they they you know, like when I'm lecturing. I know 10% of the audience thinks I'm full of it, right? they like, this guy's a blowhard. He doesn't know what he's talking about. And 10% yeah. think it's the most amazing thing they ever heard. And then the other 80, right. are getting something valuable in the middle of it. I'm yeah. never going to fix the 10% because they don't like anything. They start They start by finding out what they're going to criticize because that's what makes them feel good about themselves. I don't worry oh, yeah. about it. So there's a great expression that applies to bold people as how they live is, other people's opinions of me are none of my business.
0: Mm, that's good, wow. Yeah,
1: yeah. Wow. If you can start to have that insight, that can be really powerful. And and the other thing that bold people know is that 99% of the time, nothing bad happens. You, mm. When we're shy or nervous or hesitant, we, we can think of all these terrible things. You can't die of embarrassment. It's not a physical uh, medical condition. You know, it just feels <laughs> bad, right? But right. you can choose to not take it on. Bold people don't oh, take yeah. it on. They don't I can choose to be embarrassed. I can choose choose to be humiliated. I can few pu- pu- I can tell myself I'm not worthy. I don't fit in. But it's not yeah. true. It's just what you're telling, oh, you're telling yourself. So bold people say, I belong here to themselves. Oh, yeah wherever it is
0: it's mindset it's mindset and to your point of like I, all these stories you're telling telling us is just amazing because you're taking the initiative you're communicating in a natural way you're being human but i guess when you when, when, as an advisor when you work with doctors or people or dentists or business owners what are some of the common communication mistakes that you you witnessed
1: well they they there's a the, Two that I try to tell them to, to stop doing immediately is they get in a conversation with somebody and they start off well. They say, tell me, something, what's the most interesting thing you've done in the past month or two? It's a great open-ended question to get people to talk about themselves. And, and right. they'll say something like, oh, uh, you know, I just I just got back from Rome. Uh, and had a fantastic time. You know, I, I saw all the, the ruins. It was, it was amazing. And it's, and what people do, they, they treat it like a ping pong match, right? They go, oh, now I got to come up with my side, my interesting thing. And they'll do what I call playing top this, which is they say, oh yeah, I was in Rome two years ago. I saw the Rolling Stones in the Colosseum. Then I had a private tour of the Vatican, I actually met the Pope and kissed his ring. Right, and the person goes like, "Well, I just ate a lot of gelato and drank espresso and walked around." You know, it's like they got nothing. Right, right? you've you've diminished what was a great experience for them. They can't come up with something like that. Oh, I, and by the way, I climbed Everest on the way home. You know, uh, you know, and you're playing top this instead. Just say, "Tell me more about the trip to Rome. Like, where you know, was there a restaurant that jumped out at you, or something like that, or what was your, you know, what was your." special moment or can you you know what tell me about your hotel just tell me more and they will find you so interesting because you're not talking about yourself and you're not trying to top their experience with yours now you can say stuff you can say i love rome what did you love about it because i know what i love about it and i'd love to hear more because i'm looking for one more reason to go back that's right. that's just being interested in them. That's not playing top this. The other thing that happens right. that people do, especially shy people, when they finally get somebody to yeah. listen to them, they monologue, they go, uh, they talk in an unbroken streak for 10 minutes because they finally, are, <laughs> they're not, we're, we just behave shy. We're not shy. We're not shy with our mom. We're not shy with our best friends or our right. siblings or our coworkers. We're shy when we right. feel uncomfortable. So people start monologuing, they just, they, they babble, right? They, they, they never give the other person a chance to just say, uh, I got to go to the bathroom. Uh, (laughs) Um, and so the second you hear yourself doing it, stop and say, I get really excited when I talk about this, but I, but you know, so forgive me, but I'm really interested. I want to know more about where you stayed in Rome. Cause that's hotel sounded amazing. Just hit the brakes right. and turn it towards them.
0: Right. And, and do you think, do you feel that people are trying to create thoughts of relevance, meaning how can, or not relevance, but how they can relate to the conversation? Cause I, I think a lot of introverts, they're, they're not as active in their communication. They, they kind of want to stay on the shelves. Do they the, try to relate in a, in a way and that causes them to over talk.
1: Uh, yeah well the part of it is there's nervousness right which is a nervous reaction is is to talk a lot they're also their defense mechanism because they feel so uncomfortable meeting people they tell themselves most people aren't that interesting right that's their their fallback position on everything why oh I, i only met one person at this meeting and you know and and she was kind of interesting. Uh, but the rest of the people, you know, I didn't need to meet them. Guess what? Everybody's interesting. Everybody's got yeah. a story. That's bullshit. Yeah. You're telling yourself that is your hiding place. Uh, yeah. You know, uh, you know, I had a, a friend of mine. She's she's really smart. And she says, but the problem is I'm I'm smarter than everyone. I said, yeah, how's that working for you? Uh, you know, and I, and I, and then I, then I said, by the way, when you're in the room with me, you're not the smartest person anymore. Uh, (laughs) she she laughed and I, and I said, but I said, that's just your excuse for, to not interact with people. You don't have to, you know, that's her mental way of saying top this I'm smarter than you. It's her hiding place that keeps her from meeting people. It's like, guess what? I've, I've talked to people that people would say that, that that guy's not too sharp I said yeah but you know what he's a great dad uh mm-hmm. you know he, he he drives his kids everywhere he's 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 the the soccer taxi you know and mm-hmm. and the kids all love him because he makes them sing and stuff like that and you say yeah he just seems like a dopey guy it's like yeah kids love yeah. him you know yeah. So get over yourself and stop, stop, trying to, stop trying to rank everybody and just assume that, that uh, the best way to be interested, interesting to people is to be interested in what, they're, what they care about, what they're passionate about, what, what gets them out of bed in the morning, what, what right. they're afraid of, what they want to achieve, what their dreams are. What their what's happened to them? What their sadnesses are? I you know I did a workshop recently where I made everybody in the room tell a story about some loss that they experienced, and it was incredibly powerful for them to because they once can, one person did it, it triggered everybody else in the room to go deep into something else, um, and that's I that's what I, that's, I, I don't need to meet thirty people at a party if I get go deep with one or two people. That I'm, I feel highly rewarded for that experience. So I'm not, oh, I'm not the social butterfly myself. I, I want, whenever I want to connect with somebody and I want to dig a little deeper. Right. And right. that's what's satisfying, you know. Where you know we only have so much opportunity to meet people, and and you mm-hmm. know we can't spend our life watching, you know binging on on TV series and playing video games and stuff like that and scrolling <laughs> right. through and crawling walls on Facebook and, and Instagram. you know b- get out there and, and ex- experience people. Take, take emotional chances, social chances and you'll find yourself saying, want I want to take some other chances. Maybe, maybe I need to quit this job. you know uh you know maybe i maybe i need to start that side hustle that i've been thinking about instead of just talking about it because the clock's running you know so what if it doesn't work at least you tried it
0: oh yeah to that point i think it's it's the the ability to just connect with people build that relationship but not make it about a competition right like it's not it's not about like, you know, your agenda or it's, it's a competitive conversation. It's just just being yourself. And I think I'm sure you can see with, you know, the business owners you work with, the ones that are the most successful are the ones that just can build relationships and just yeah. be themselves. And I'm sure you see that all the time. Um, yeah. I, I mean, they raise money
1: with a phone call, you know, because they have built relationships. I've done it. I've done it a couple of times where I've been in a tight spot. And, and my you know my CFO or somebody like that would say well, what are you what gonna do and I'll say hang on and I called somebody and I would say can you wire me a hundred thousand dollars I'll give it back to you in two weeks and they say yeah give me the wiring instructions and my CFO goes don't they want like a contract or a loan agreement or something like that I said no no they just want the wiring instructions because okay. that's what that's-, that's what relationships are about is is you oh, know yeah. you don't the, the the connection matters more. And if I never paid the guy back, he'd say, you know that's too bad. What, what happened? And I'd say, you know, the whole thing went down. I'm really sorry. if I ever get 100 G's again, wow. you're getting it first. but <laughs> uh, first,
0: first call. <laughs> yeah, um, but uh,
1: that's that's the difference that it makes. you know yeah. and, it, and it's the same thing when you're a leader, it takes boldness to lead, which means you feel responsible for your people. I felt I had 250 employees. I felt very responsible for their lives, to, that their, their career was something that they relished. And I you know just, just to give you an example of how effective that was, when I sold the business, my last month there, we celebrated three 25-year employees. Wow! it was they all had their anniversary in the same month, 75 years of employment over three people. These people had spent their entire adult life working for me. That made me extremely proud because it meant they had created a culture that they wanted to go to every day. Because you don't you 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 can only offer your leadership that they will go somewhere with it and then they will defend that culture. If it matters to
0: them, right, right. right. No, that's awesome. And Fred, I, just with, with overall your experiences with 100 dentists and just overall leading people, um, there there are marketers that listen to you know these episodes as well. So when you think about your experience with advert advertisement, um, like wh- why is SEO important? And when you think about your own website and the business that you grew, in in your opinion, why why do you feel like SEO is important?
1: because google is trying to find out if you're relevant and they have they're really really good at discerning what is relevant and what is irrelevant and so it you just like in a in a room where you want to project confidence and charisma at a certain point you have to project, uh, your website has to be charismatic about you. That's what SEO really is, is you projecting the full you, the most comprehensive version of you so that it's searchable. Right. And it's, and it's, and it's just like you are alive. Your content is alive. It has to be evolving and changing. to to be more relevant to what's happening today or what's happening in business or what's happening in your business. All of that stuff is about, it. it is a a digital projection of the breadth of who you are and what your business is really about. And I find people, they don't feel like they want to project who they really are or what the or they're not good at their simple message. I talk to so many people. I say, well, tell me what your business does. And it takes them 10 minutes to tell me. And I'm like, I'm not sure. <laughs> right. But yeah. tell me in yeah. one sentence. If they can't tell me in one sentence, they can't tell me in 30 minutes. And but it's it's the same thing with your personality. When somebody says to me, What what are you passionate about? What what gets you out of bed in the morning? And I'll say teaching people to be bolder as yeah. any way that I can.
0: yeah Yeah.
1: that is that is who i have become now that is who i'm about now 10 years ago i was a guy that could teach a dentist how to market his practice and how to create a great patient experience that was my passion for 15 years now it's this right that's what my website talks about
0: yeah i think that's so important because especially online right if, if a customer or patient sitting behind a computer or they're on their smartphone they have to feel a sense of their experience that they're going to have when they call you and they, yeah. they book an appointment for treatment in your practice and i think to your point of seo and google Google's not going to rank your website if you don't have a author- or if they don't see the authority and they your website is not trusted if it's not yeah. trusted online through your views and the reputation that you're building um, through the traffic that you're getting to the website from, it looks, from a Google Analytics standpoint, uh, Google's not going to show your website at the top of the search results um, to create a poor user experience for the people who are using Google. So to your point, like that, that trust and authority and being yourself on your website is, is so important in how you you know overall tr- attract patients to your practice. And, you know, I think most people try to game the system when it comes to SEO. They want to, they they just want to get to the top of Google as fast as possible. It's just like, it doesn't work that way.
1: Yeah, it's, it's a long, slow, steady build. And, and it also drops off if you, if you don't, if you're, if you're not attending to it, uh, you know, when you know, COVID hit, uh, a bunch of doctors said, well, I got to stop spending on C- SEO. I like, no, <laughs> do not stop. <laughs> Don't like, it's going to take you six months to ramp it back up. Um, and, but, but, yeah. but that's, that's it. it. It is your, it needs to be aligned with who you are and who right. you are becoming. Uh, oh, yeah. Because when that, when, when there's a dissonance, and I, you know, the, the dentists are a perfect example. It's like, I know great dentists with just horrific websites. Yeah. Um, it doesn't represent any of the passion they have for their career, the technology right. that they love, the way they treat their patients, the way they talk to their patients. None of it's right. there, which it's like a barrier to their practice I'm, instead of a, yeah. a, a, an inviting entryway.
0: Yeah, it's a it's a missing art for sure. But but Fred, uh, second time I, I appreciate you know you just showing showcasing all your expertise and knowledge. Um, just you know from you know starting buying websites that you had no experience in the dental space to really helping uh, dentists uh, grow their practice and and you know really helping business owners be more bold and, and writing these amazing books. Um, if someone wanted to just kind of learn more about you or, or, or even, you know, connect with you? What's, what's the best way to do that?
1: My website.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. Just, no, just there's, FredJoyle.com. there's, uh, FredJoyle.com. I'm Fred Joel. Everything. Fred Joel on Facebook, uh, <laughs> you know, Twitter, LinkedIn. If you want to Venmo me money, it's at Fred Joyle. <laughs> It's like, it's, <laughs> it's it. you know i'm a marketer i, I, I grab my name uh, everywhere that i possibly could um but fredjoel.com you can download the first chapter of the book uh the book is of course available on amazon uh in audible uh kindle and hardcover and it's me reading the book a lot of people say it is you reading i was like of course it. i wouldn't let somebody else read my book <laughs> um and uh and If you know, and I'm doing a two-day workshop uh, uh, to accelerate somebody's boldness, uh, which is happening in Santa Monica, uh, June 24th and 25th, and that's that's going to be wild. It's going to be a way to really, in a safe environment, really stretch your comfort zone. Uh, I'm really excited about doing that. So uh, if you're if you're ready to really step up and and uh change your life uh jump in and do that
0: that'd be awesome and um we'll make sure we include all that information in the in the show notes here on this episode fred this was amazing um go get his book super bold i'm excited to read it um we just thank you for this time and guys we'll see you next time